Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call. 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back in studio again today. Pre-recorded, as I always do during these COVID-19 times. And I got a good one today. She is somebody I consider one of the best indie talents around. You've also seen her on MLW. Please help me welcome the Ari Blake to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's Sunday afternoon. You and I are going to spend the next little bit talking all things you, which is exciting. And um, I can't wait to get into it. So in, in doing my research that I, that I always pride myself on doing, uh, the internet is never factual. Let's just be honest with that. Some of the information is 100% accurate. Some of the information is 100% baloney. But a lot of the stuff that I found on you seems to be pretty accurate. So, I mean, um, one question I did want to ask right off the bat with COVID and how everything's happened. Are you still with MLW? Is that still very, very much a real thing that's happening? Uh, Not at the moment, no. No? So have you guys, has MLW discussed anything like all the other companies are doing, um, trying to get maybe some empty arena stuff going or anything like that? I know they're coming back in uh, the middle of October to uh, film some stuff. Like they're branding it the restart, but I don't know. I will not be part of that. I'm kind of looking for my new home, you know? Okay, right on. Well, I mean, I've got a couple good places where I think you would be absolutely dynamite. One being a place where... Me too. <laughs> well, well, maybe you and I are on the same wavelength. It could be possible. Maybe. Are we intrigued? Can I, <laughs> can I throw one out there right off the bat? Can I just throw one to you? Hopefully you catch it. All right. Uh, I think you would be a fantastic fit in a, a women's roster where is a lot of great potential, a lot of fantastic talent, and I think you would fit right into the mix for definitely a title shot contendership. Uh, I got to go with Impact Wrestling. I mean, I think you in the knockouts division with everyone that's over there from Susie, a.k.a. Sue Young, to Kylie Ray, to Jordan Grace, to the new number one contender, to Neil Dashwood, to the current reigning defending Impact Knockouts champion, Diana Diana Parazzo. I hope I'm saying the last name right. I'm horrible with Italian last name. Actually, horrible with last name. <laughs> I think name. that was right. Okay. So I think you would mesh in perfectly there. Would you not agree with that statement? I definitely um, would have a lot of interest in going there. Like, hopefully, right now we can manifest some kind of good news coming my way sometime. But um, yeah, I'm most impressed with uh, their women's division. It's always been consistent. Um, they have always respected their women's wrestlers, given them time, let them go out and perform as well as they can. So it's a place I've always looked to for women's wrestling. So I'd definitely be interested in going there. 
I think he would fit in, in wonderfully there. I also know that NWA is starting back up as well. I've heard whispers that it Ooh, is. Ooh, you're right. So I think, I mean, I had her on the show. Uh, I have actually had both of these ladies on the show, a former NWA women's champion in uh, Sienna, a.k.a. Allison Kay. Uh-huh. And also have had uh, the incomparable reigning defending champion, Thunder Rosa, on here, who's an absolute talent. And Ooh, I, nice. I, I got to say that uh, I think you and, and Thunder Rosa, actually, I want to throw all three of you in a triple threat. I think all three of you in a triple threat would bring Ooh. house down in so many That'd be so places. cool. It would be, right? I'd love to wrestle either of them, both of them at the same time. They're both fantastic. Yeah, I I totally agree. But also, being an Impact would be beneficial because Impact does a lot of stuff, which I also think you are very underrated for, which is the intergender side of stuff. Now, obviously, since Tessa has partnered with the company, they haven't really done that more. But I think they're looking for that spark to reinvigor that uh, intergender, you know, division. I mean, it's not really a division, but that intergender storylines, if you can find the right angle... I think you would fit in perfect. Yes. And one of my actual favorite matches with you uh, is uh, you versus CJ O'Doyle. It's the uh, fans bring the party weapons match. Uh, I've watched it, yeah. I don't know, probably 600 times. Uh, it's fantastic. Thank you. Well, no, it is. You, I mean, he's, if anybody knows who CJ O'Doyle is, and you guys can all do your research when this drops in late November, but CJ O'Doyle is a very, very big boy. He's much like me, but he's big, he's quick, he's a lot more agile than me. I fall going down the stairs, so he has definitely way more agility than I do. But this match has literally everything, guys. It has a toy ring, it has a toilet seat, it has a barbed wire wrapped chair dildo thing. I don't really know the yes. <laughs> And let's just say CJ gets certain parts of that three-tiered weapon in very uncomfortable places, but all in all, uh, when you see the underdog story here, the literal literal David versus Goliath, and actually I believe the angle that was worked was he put you on the shelf. He put you out for a couple months with your shoulder injury. So this was like your first contributed your, to it, yeah. Your first match coming back for Fest Wrestling, who's also and the guys that the, the full match is available on YouTube. Just search up Aria Blake, CJ O'Doyle, search up Fest Wrestling, you will find it. It's nine minutes of fantasticness. And I gotta say, hardcore wrestling and women doesn't really go hand in hand too often. There's a couple great, fantastic talents who can do it and do it well. And I put you in the same grouping as a Lufisto. I put you in the same grouping as a Joelle's Malone, who's a local Canadian talent down here as well. Um, but Lufisto, she's wrestled almost everybody from Nia Rose to, yeah. I mean, right? Like she is, I call her the empress of hardcore. She's no joke when it comes to that. But yeah, I guess- that makes sense. I definitely put you in the royal family. Don't get it twisted. I put you as like a Thank duchess you. right now working your way up. But this match was, was great. And anybody that hasn't seen it, let's hear your side of things. How was this match working this match? Ooh, it was so fun. It was wild. It was, you know, just we went out there. I didn't know every weapon that we had. Um, I did know of the weapon that we used at the end because I may or may not have specially requested that beforehand. Um, cause I had that idea for so long. I was like, we have to use something graphic and something that's going to make people like, Oh my God, what is that? Like unexpected. Cause you see like a hardcore match, you expect like kendo stick chairs, trash cans, whatever have you party weapons is where we get into having the like beer that we were throwing at each other, the, uh, miniature WWF ring that we had. Um, and then all of a sudden we just have adult toys. So wrapped in barbed wire. 
So it was really, really fun. The crowd was super into it. The fest crowd is always super lively and into every little thing, every big thing. They're awesome to perform in front of. So it was, it's, I think it's my favorite match I've ever had. I would have to agree 100%. It's a favorite match of yours. Another honorable mention mm -hmm. is one with another great female talent. This is you versus Dynamite uh, Didi. And this is something from back in, I, I want to say 2016, uh, from Real Pro Wrestling. This was uh, about a, a uh -huh. seven or eight minute match that you guys did. And again, you got the win. I didn't know if I mentioned earlier, but in the CJ O'Doyle match, she definitely got the win, guys, especially at the end. The win. She did get the win, 100%. And she looked fantastic doing it, and he just looked beat up. Mm -hmm. But in the same match, this yeah. is you and, and Dynamite Daidu. This is not any kind of stipulation match. It's just classic one-on-one. -on -one. Um, what I love best about this match was the speed you both showed. Um, and one thing I, that intrigues me about you is you are so nice. You're so personable. I can already tell this, this you're such a fantastic speaker, everything like that. Everything's great. But in the ring, you're no joke. You, right away, within the first two minutes, you went in, you went toe-to-toe -to -toe with her, you looked at her, you said, okay, cool, now I'm going to smash your face in, essentially. And I, there was combo yeah. shots, there was forearm shots, and then it was just a back-and-forth thing, all kinds of great stuff, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. This match was no bullshit, forearms right from the get-go, a lot of speed, a lot of power, and that was one of the things that I, impressed me the most about you, is your power is very underwhelming. I don't think people realize how strong in the ring you actually are your speed is definitely there your agility you can see that right from the hop because you're a little bit on the smaller side so it's easy to move around and be very quick but your power there's a couple times where you got her in some serious power moves that i was just like damn like a side note without having weapons you guys threw everything at each other except the kitchen sink in literal terms so do you remember that match at all that i'm talking about i do i do yes i i like working with dd we bounce off each other well um we have always had good matches as far as i recall like we've also done like cosplay wrestling together so even like the silly stuff has been good together but um i do remember that match and i do try to incorporate so much into my wrestling like speed technical wrestling a little bit of lucha if i can hardcore stuff i like but I guess my power is something that I don't really rely on. Cause like, if you look at me, you don't really expect me to be like doing power moves or anything. But I think like my foundation in gymnastics and like just having this type of build my whole life has kind of helped me with my strength, even though I'm small. Yeah. And I, that's, that's, a, that's one thing that I love about um, the, the female athletes in this business is that doesn't really matter how big they are. Like you can have somebody that looks like Jordan Grace and you know, She's no joke. I've seen mm -hmm. her squat on her Instagram, easily 500 plus pounds, like it's nothing. I'm sitting here struggling at 50 pounds. Right, crazy. I, I, don't, I don't work out at all. So struggling at 50 pound weights for me, I got to take a breath and go have a cigarette. But she can do all that stuff. And, and that's a great thing about it is you can look at her and say, okay, yeah, boom, she's got power. But then you look at somebody like yourself and you can say, okay, I know she's going to be speedy. I know she's going to throw out some crazy stuff. And the Lucha stuff, also very impressive. The backgrounds that you have, is, is, is working on the power something you'd like to incorporate more full-time into your matches, or do you just want to keep it as a shock and awe thing every once in a while, you throw out like a crazy suplex? I kind of like it being a shock and awe type of thing. Um, I have gained like more muscle in the last couple months, so I like when wrestling resumes again, that is something that I hope to incorporate more into my style and my matches. 
but um yeah I kind of like it being a surprise out of nowhere especially when I'm like and if I'm being beat up and I'm down or whatever I can just kind of get my strength back and then boom something big happens yeah those are those are the great moments and for some people who may not know uh another fantastic talent that I've had on the show is um you're his better half I'm not gonna say he's your better half because <laughs> that would be a lie I I adore this man we had a fantastic I know what you conversation mean. uh TJ Perkins is again Aria Aria is his better half okay let's get the record out there straight yeah there's no no bones and punches but when I once I interviewed him, it kind of opened the door for me to segue because getting him was special, but getting you because I'm such an advocate of the women's wrestling is even bigger excitement for me. No shot at TJ. Don't tell him I said that. You both are great. But no. working in impact and being able to kind of be a little bit more closer to him, would that also be a benefit as well? Because as everybody knows, relationships in this business oh, yeah. is hard. It really is, especially when you're on two different sides of the continent. You're doing your indie shows and stuff yes. like that. So it would definitely impact looks more possible that you would really head there if something came through, right? Yeah, that would definitely be a plus. Um, absolutely no arguments about that. Um, we do live on separate coasts. I'm on the East Coast. He's on the West Coast. So we see each other when we can. Like, I literally just got back from his house yesterday. But um I have accompanied him on like his impact trips before and just like hung back at the hotel room or gone and shopped or whatever during the day. But if I was to have that chance to work with him, that would be even greater, especially since like we started dating as the pandemic started. So we haven't seen each other really wrestle in person. Like we met at Evolve 63 in, I think it was June, 2016. So like I saw him wrestle right before he went to WWE. So, like, he's never seen me wrestle in person. I was just the ring girl that night. But, um, so, yeah, that would be fun. Like, we've trained together, of course, but it's different when it's matches or TV or whatever. So, I would love that. I would also love that, too, because couples who work together usually end up kicking ass together, and then seeing both of you rock some gold That's true. would be impressive. You rocking the knockout championship, him rocking the X Division championship, possibly have – I booked his whole next, like, six months in impact. When we talked, I said, this is what should happen. He's like, I love it. I'll get you as a ghostwriter. I'm like, I don't want any money. Just tell Scott tomorrow that I threw up all the ideas. So in terms of, uh, I'm always interested when the pandemic, I mean, right now we're in the midst of possible second waves all over the place where I am in, in Ontario, Canada. I'm in one of the hotter spots, which is Brampton. And the second wave is coming, especially since the kids started going back to school. There's huge risk factors there right. like that. And I also know parts of the U.S. are getting the second waves now. Uh, some are even getting their technically potential third because they literally had a first and a second kind of yeah. together. So if everything kind of slows down and whichever one of these organizations that says they're this close to a vaccine, which I kind of a head scratch for me, I don't know how you can develop something in under a year. It hasn't even been a full year of this thing yet. Yeah. But there's apparently five or six people that are five or six companies that are really close. They have it. It's almost there. Uh, yeah, scary, scary, scary thought that they have it almost there. But if, 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 you know, the second wave or third waves aren't as bad as the first one was and indie wrestling can kind of resume again, I know it's kind of resumed in spots here or there. Are you excited to get back mm -hmm. to some of your, your, you know, your indie roots, some of your, you know, like go back to Fest, go back to Real Pro, go back to any of those places where you shone so brightly uh, before you, you kind of went to work with MLW? Absolutely. I love the Indies a lot. It's where I started. It's where I'm going to continue to work until, you know, 
I schedule wise just can't. So I'm really excited to go back to Fest. Like you said, I enjoy going to real. Uh, my favorite place is Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. That's like my home. And right before the pandemic, I won the inaugural women's title and I literally haven't even been able to hold it like because of like when we start like the, that show, the belt wasn't ready. So I won, I didn't have anything to show for it at that moment. So we were gonna do like an inauguration ceremony type of deal at the next show where I get the belt and um, that doesn't happen. So like, I just wanna be able to go and defend that and make it make some mean something and just resume wrestling, I miss it. Yeah, it's gotta be hard, especially like ring rust is no joke. People don't understand. Like, I yeah. mean, I get it. I get it fully because I've been a fan of this business for so long. And anybody that steps in that ring has nothing but my utmost respect. Men, woman, midget, doesn't matter. Anybody that gets in that ring, I'm going to show you respect because you do something that I love. And I love cheering for the good guys, the bad guys. I'm still a big kid at heart when it comes to wrestling. But, I mean, if you're mm -hmm. out on an injury for three or four months, that's different. You're still working your way back. You're training. You're conditioning. You're doing all that. But you're in a place where you, you're, we're all in a position now where none of that can even happen. And if you are training, it's most likely like you put a trampoline in your backyard and you're just trying to keep your agility and all that kind of stuff up to par. So, I mean, wrestling, a couple shows have opened up here, parking lot shows, social distance wise, all that kind of stuff. And you can see it in all the great talent that we have here, how hard it is to really get back into a, a form. Even when you're wrestling two or three times a week, like the guys who are lucky enough to have a contract. When they're wrestling, yeah. you know, on TV and then they're gone for a week or two, like TJ, and then they come back, you could see it. It's not an everyday thing. And they all need that. They all, they all have to, all of you guys have to have that. So what have you been doing to try to keep the ring rust, I guess, at bay? Um, so I'm lucky enough to live like 20 minutes away from a wrestling school. So I've been able to go there and hit the ropes and wrestle a little bit um, with some of my friends. Um, I've also been able to wrestle with TJ when I've gone and visited him, like at the school nearby. But um, other than that, just working out, staying in shape, um, doing physical therapy type of exercises on any nagging injuries, because um, now it's the time to really take care of them, like my shoulder and stuff. But um, just really trying to get in the ring whenever I can. It's not as easy these days, but it's, I try to whenever I can. So those matches that you've wrestled with TJ when you're at, when you're with him and you've wrestled at the school nearby his place, you've won probably all of them, right? Um, <laughs> something like that, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Straight talk exclusive. Behind closed doors, TJ Perkins is getting <laughs> whooped by his girlfriend. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> so so innocent yeah absolutely i'm totally kicking his ass whenever whenever i get, get the chance so in terms of when the, when the indies resume and you get a chance to go back out there and and get back to some of these promotions that you love is there a dream match you have in mind a dream opponent on the indies that you haven't worked with yet that you would absolutely love to get in the ring if one of these promotions can make it happen Ooh. There's so many. Uh, <laughs> well, if it's hard to narrow it down to one, maybe let's go with one, two, or even three. Whatever, you, whatever you're comfortable with. It doesn't have to be the absolute one, but maybe a couple, you know, wrestlers that you are definitely looking forward to trying to get into the ring with. Women. Yeah. 
Okay, so I going back to Lufisto, we mentioned her earlier. I think that it'd be an honor to work her. Um, I've always wanted to wrestle Allison Kay. Um, and Thunder Rosa, we both we mentioned both of them too. Um, and then there's international talents I'd really like to work, like Shazza McKenzie, if she could come back to the U.S. and such. I think it'd be fun to work her because, like, we're both really flexible. We're both blonde. It could be cute, but we could both beat the crap out of each other. So I think it'd be fun to work any of them. I also do. I, I think we should do any promotions out there listening when wrestling resumes. I think you should get Arya Blake versus all four of these women on the same night. Let's see how she does in a straight up gauntlet. 20 minutes with Lefisto, 20 minutes with Sienna, 25 oh, minutes with Thunder Rosa because maybe we'll put the NWA title on the line. And then 25 minutes with Sean McKenzie just to round it all up. And you get no breaks in between. I'd die. But it'd be, it'd, be one, it'd, be one hell of a, it'd be one hell of a night. You would put it's your physical. stamp on the wrestling world and you would be able to literally walk in any promotion and be like, all right. So I don't know if you saw this, but here, go watch this. It's all available for you. Watch it and then, yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me a contract because you know what I can do. That's, that's what I would love yes, to see. please. <laughs> that's what I would love to see. So I want to talk about MLW for a minute if we possibly can. You worked with a couple of fantastic guys who are now both running, you know, taking over at AEW. You got Joey Janela, the bad boy, and you also had a couple spots with MJF, who is hands down probably the greatest working heel in the business. This is a guy who never turns it off. Does not matter if a fan's around or not. We all saw the image when he flipped off the kid and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Behind closed doors, I mean, wrestlers, you know, best kept secrets and yeah. stuff like that. They, they, keep their, they keep their characters around other wrestlers. They get very, you know, comfortable and they're, they're free reigning. Out of those two guys, I, I got to put this to bed. I, I think I know the answer, but who's nicer? I already think I know the answer, but who's nicer? <laughs> I think you know the answer. Yeah, Joey's definitely nicer. Joey's definitely nicer. Yeah, Joey is, uh, Joey is somebody who uh, I've been chasing. I'll get him one day. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, now yeah. he sees that I've caught you. He'll be like, all right, maybe I'll give this guy 15 minutes of my time. He's, oh, he's my girl. We go way back. That might be good. But um, if you had an opportunity to work either of those guys, in an actual match. I'm not sure if you have or you haven't. Who would you prefer to lock up with in the ring? Uh, I've only tagged with Max. Um, I think Joey, I mean, he has had some really great intergender matches and he always has crazy ideas. And like, I think crazy ideas are fun. So I, I think that'd be cool. I've never really thought about it. <laughs> Well, that's what I do here. I put those questions in your head. So when you get out of this interview, you're going to be like, damn, you know yeah. what? I got a lot of ideas right through my That's why I did it for TJ. I'm, I'm honored to do it for you. With TJ, it was just sure. how to talk about it, but I'm honored to do it with you. Um, in yeah. terms of the eventual um, possibility, let's just, let's just talk pandemic situations for, for a second. In terms of this vaccine that we kind of mentioned earlier on in the show, that it's, it's you know, very close to being ready. Um, is this something that if it's, if it's not mandated by the government to take it, which unfortunately I think it will be, everyone will have to take this vaccine when it comes. If it's not mandated by the government, what would be your stance on that? Would you, would you take it? Would you not take it? It's kind of a, the first time I've ever asked this question Ooh. on the show. So I feel like, I feel the conversation is going well. And if I put you on the spot, I apologize. I'm just curious. I know my answer. No, it's a good question. Well. I would like to see extensive research 
done um, and trials done, human trials. Um, I think whatever's best for not just my safety and health, but the well-being of others is important. So I would do whatever's needed to honestly resume work, get back to wrestling, um, make travel safer, make other people feel better. So I think I would go for it, but it's just if the science is there and it's proven to be good and there's hopefully no side effects. And the thing is that it's so new that it's like any type of remedy that's, or I don't want to say remedy, but medication that's coming out right now is like, so just how do we know at this point? Cause do we even know everything about the initial virus? So there's just so many questions, but I think I would do what's best. And, partake i i concur that's exactly my same answer if the science is there and it's factual and everything and it's going to help better the rest of the world then i'm completely on board and yeah. i will take it i was a i always took the flu shot when i was a kid up until i was when i was you know older especially when i had kids newborns yeah the flu shot was your best friend especially against newborns and stuff like that right now i have a 10 year old who spends most of her time in a room and doesn't really come down unless i say Cass, come down spend time with dad and there's my four-year-old who has you just right. me alone <laughs> So, um, what else have you been doing during the pandemic? Like since you, I mean, you, you said you see TJ when you can, you guys try to spend as much time as possible. You're training, you're healing, you're doing all the things that everybody else is doing. And it's great to have that time off because as much as ring rust is a real thing, getting healthy is even important. And that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Everybody at a hundred percent when wrestling starts up again, all over the world, see everybody at a hundred percent there. We know legitimate excuses it's like no man i'm 100 percent. you're 100 percent. we've never both been 100 percent in the same ring this is going to be great so when everybody's 100 percent back and healthy what else have you been doing have you been partaking in any video games or tv shows that you've been trying to catch up on i mean i'll tell you right now i'm going to announce it to the world my wife and i just started watching gossip girl again for like the second time <laughs> and it's nice. it's just so damn corny that it's great I forgot yeah. how bad it was the first time around, but even it's so bad that it's good. But what have, what have you been doing in your downtime when you're not with TJ? Ooh, um, I've been spending a lot of time with my dog um, and my family. I don't live too far from them. Um, without TJ. <laughs> um, we just watched Ratched. That was a really interesting series on Netflix. Um, we just watched American Horror Story 1984 because, like, I watched it as it aired, but he didn't. So we just watched it on Hulu this past week. And then throughout the pandemic, we watched every season of it. So it's my favorite show. Um, I have seen a couple of my friends when I can, like at training and such and playing like Animal Crossing a lot, um, Mario Kart here and there, um, doing photo shoots because those are safe for the time being. So when I'm not wrestling, I try to model. So I'm at least doing something and have content to put out there. So just trying to stay busy and healthy. Fantastic. And you also have, well, let's take a time to talk about your modeling and stuff like that. You also have a, a Patreon and I believe you have an OnlyFans as well, correct? If I'm right or I'm wrong. Right. Why don't we go shout those out so everyone that is not following you can, you know, shoot some money your way and help during this pandemic situation, which is wrestling fans we should all be doing. Yes. 
it's uh, patreon.com slash Blake, onlyfans.com slash Blake. They're both popping, and I will give you great content if you subscribe. Fantastic, fantastic. And um, also, I know TJ has a Twitch channel. So um, do you partake in Fortnite with him too? Because he plays a lot with all his buddies. But uh, I've never seen you on any of his Twitch videos. I've never seen you, you know, kind of throwing down with him. One time. I, uh, we streamed Mario Kart on Thursday, I want to say, this past Thursday. Um, that was cute and fun. It was two hours. It was the first time I was on his Twitch channel. He just, like, got his gaming computer and everything all set up and good to go. So the more we hang out, I'm sure the more that we'll be streaming together. But I've literally never played Fortnite. I've watched him play, like, once or twice, and I'm like, I don't get it, but do your thing if i don't I, know it's not for me if my 10 year old was down here right now she would give you 150 percent education she kill me oh you should you should you should see her when she's down here i'll be down here working editing some stuff and she'll be behind me going like oh i gotta i gotta pump oh i just killed i just shot this kid right in the head let's go and she's just she's crazy Yay. she's crazy yeah <laughs> she loves it she loves it well i'm gonna have to get i'll have to get off camera tj's uh you know name and then she can play with tj and they can try to you know kill each other and do whatever <laughs> i don't play Fortnite, yeah. either, so i don't know i don't know i'm old school with it i like to kick my original xbox i like to kick all my my stuff now it seems like you're a nintendo girl so i've got to ask this question because it's burning a hole in yeah. my if not mario kart what is your all-time favorite nintendo game doesn't matter what system all-time favorite nintendo game when i was growing up i really liked to play paper mario so I would have to say that game. Paper Mario was pretty cool for me. Obviously, I got to say Zelda, Arena Cup Time. Like, that's, that's my Yeah, go-to. I love Zelda. Yeah, that's my go-to. Arena Cup Time was so revolutionary with all the crazy shenanigans that you could do that Majora's Mask, no, forget about it. But Arena Cup Time, yeah. If anybody has that, like, or even when I rock my Wii, yeah, that's, the, that's my go-to. That one is the game I go to for sure. And I, I guess I got to ask another question because, I mean, you're a Nintendo girl, but given the opportunity, the option, uh, PlayStation 5 or Xbox X, which one would you, if Nintendo was non-existent, which one would you go with? It's like red pill, blue pill. Right. Uh, I say PlayStation because, uh, that's what I grew up playing besides like the N64. Um, my brother and I always played PlayStation together. So I like, I'm familiar with Xbox, but I'm more well-versed in PlayStation. I feel like. Right. I, uh, I flip-flop. Whichever one kind of has the better specs I go to. I have a PS4 right now, but I am switching to an Xbox uh, X, Series X, because I have a 360 and an original Xbox, and I have a ton of games. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I can play everything on one system now uh, is going to open up a lot more space for more stuff in my basement. It's going to get away, going to give me some shelf space mm-hmm. so I can hang more memorabilia. So that's exciting. That's, Good. Uh, that's, that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most is, is space saving. <laughs> yeah. So another thing I got to ask, because this is a question that um, my daughter always wants me to ask every female wrestler that I interview, and I never have. Um, In the morning, when you wake up and you go downstairs to your kitchen cabinet and you have three types of cereal, one would be a healthy cereal like a Raisin Bran. One would be a cross in between, like maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say like a, a special K with the dried strawberries. That's kind of sugary, but kind of healthy at the same time. And the last one would be straight up sugar, like straight up, just 
you know your teeth are going to rot with the first bite that you take, <laughs> like a Cocoa Pops or a, a Fruity Pebbles or a Cocoa Pebbles or any of those like just outrageously sugared up cereals. What does Aria Blake prefer? The last one, Super Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, I noticed that on TJ's store. You guys hit a lot of ice cream shops and like candy shops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the go-to ice cream flavor then? Um, for me, I would say cookie dough. Like, but a specific cookie dough? Because some people make cookie dough better than others. Like, you can't just have every um, kind of cookie dough. Uh, I think the Edie's one is the best. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Like, in a yellow, this about size container, that one is the best to me. That one is the best? And that size container, does that last very long in your house? I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say two or three days. It's good. Um, when I lived at home with my family, they didn't last very long because it's also like my dad loves it and stuff. But like in my place, I don't think it would last long. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Speaking of dads, actually, this is an intriguing thing because again, like I said before, we were off air. I'm a girl dad. I'm a very proud girl dad. I love my girls. Yeah. I told them that they can do anything that's possible. When you went to dad and you said, dad, I, I think I want to chase my dream. I want to chase that dragon. I want to I be a wrestler. What was dad's response? Good. He thought it was cool, was interested in it. Like, he doesn't religiously watch wrestling, but sees it here and there. Like, he goes to bed so early, so he'll, he might watch, like, a match on Raw if he's flipping channels. But, um, yeah, he's supportive. He likes to see my matches, my clips. Like, when my parents go out, he'll, like, show – he'll be, like – hitting up my mom and be like show Nikki's or clip on her match and her doing the head scissors or doing this and that and it's like thank you for showing me around to the town but um yeah he's a little bit more supportive than my mom was initially she's like I was in college when I started wrestling so she's like more concerned about my education at the time and my teeth and all this important crap so sorry mom but here we are. She's she's really into it now. She it's harder for her to see me get beat up. Um but they both like it. That's great. That's fantastic. When you have that support system behind you, it makes for just such it makes you strive even harder because you know you've got your backing and your blessing. Uh side question, did you were you able to finish your education as a backup plan in case the whole wrestling thing didn't come? Yes, right there. Oh, what did you it's take? Degree. What did you take? Uh, I have a uh, BA in uh, journalism and a minor in sociology. Oh, you have a BA in journalism. So as one budding journalist to a journalist major, how am I doing so far? Is my, am I good? Good, good. Okay. Yes. I've, asked, I've asked the tough, compelling questions, but I've also asked the fun and fluffy questions, right? It's been good. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And a couple more questions. I think we'll wrap up. I'll let you enjoy your Sunday. Um, okay. When it comes to weapons, and I asked this question of Lufisto, and uh, <laughs> she had like a list of like 12 or 13 go-tos that she likes to bring to the ring. She, she really does. She like, again, that's why I call her the goddess of hardcore, because she is literally that. Yeah. Um, when it comes to a weapon of choice, a weapon of, if you know you're going to go out there and you're going to have a hardcore match of some kind, or a false count anywhere, something where weapons are completely 150% legal. 
Is there a weapon you need to have made sure that's under the ring? Or is there a weapon sometimes you just like to bring out with you? Because like I said, in that match with, uh, with CJ O'Doyle, you guys literally, there was a plastic baseball bat. There was the plastic ring from the 80s. And that, all, all, all the straight talk fans, yeah. fans, like the plastic ring from the 80s, as we all know, if you had one of those as a kid, those things are no joke. They're heavy and they hurt. Yeah. And she stomped it in this guy's back, okay? She like, and bring post down. Not ring post up, guys. Ring post down. So what, yeah, yeah. What, what is the weapon of choice for Aria when she knows she's going to have a, like, hardcore type of match? Hmm. Something in barbed wire. Okay. So, like, because it's a double whammy. So if I have, like, a baseball bat or a kendo stick or if we're going back to the more adult-oriented things that I've used in matches prior. Um, yeah, barbed wire has never failed me, and I've thankfully never taken it. And if I were to, rather, I think, have a bunch of scratches and stuff from barbed wire than, like, a blunt force type of hit that's going to leave me aching and stuff. So if it did end up coming my way, I'd kind of rather have that. So I, I think barbed wire is a good weapon. I, I, you can do so much with it. You really, it's, it's almost like the uh, steel wool of the wrestling world. The steel wool could be used for yeah. so many things to clean your kitchen. This can, barbed wire could be used so many different ways to cut you open and hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, I've seen this on a lot of those backyard wrestling shows. Have you ever incorporated something like this? I've seen a full table wrapped in barbed wire like wrapped, like not talking just a couple lines, wrapped fully in so the whole table <laughs> yeah. wrapped in barbed wire. Crazy. And then they lit the table on fire. Lit it on fire. Have you ever I've never done, done that. No? Would you if some if a promoter came yeah. and said, yo, we're gonna do this, no, never gonna happen. I don't think I'm gonna mess with fire. Okay. Cause like I don't want my hair to get in flames or ruin my skin, like I don't even like being in the sun because of skin damage. Nonetheless, like fire. I can see that. You're you're very fair okay. skin like you're very fair skin like me. I don't tan, yeah. I burn, and then I get this wonderful redness mm -hmm. all over my face. People don't understand us fair skinned people. We got problems. Just like everyone else in the world, we got problems. We step outside, we burn. And yeah. we're not even trying to tan. We just step outside and it hits us. Trying to live. <laughs> and my final question. My absolute final question. Uh, when and if, you know, when the world gets back to whatever the new normal is, is there any type of stipulation match that you have not done that you would like to do? Maybe a ladder match, maybe an Ironman match, maybe something that are, you haven't really put your fingerprints on in the wrestling business. Is there a stipulation match you would love to? You mentioned that you became the inaugural champion for your hometown promotion. Would you love to defend that when you can get your hands on that title and actually touch it for the first time? Would you be okay with hanging it 20 feet above the ring would you be okay with yeah i'd love it to do a ladder match so is that something so a ladder match is something you've never done um i have been part of them as a manager um like with the dynasty and mlw for example but i uh, have never actually had a ladder match myself so i really wanted to take part in that jeff hardy's my favorite wrestler so especially because of that Jeff Hardy's a good if, – if, if you're going to, like, literally have somebody to be your uh, your favorite go-to, when it comes to ladders, that dude is, like, the yes. king of ladders. There's really – I would put him and Shawn Michaels 
on the same kind of spectrum when it came to yeah. Um, would you would you do a classic straight up ladder match like a Razor Ramon Shawn Michaels type feel from like WrestleMania 10, or would you kick it up a notch and do some of the crazy stuff that your all time fave has done? Kick it up a notch. Kick it up several notches. Have as many I can. Several notches. Yes, I could see that. That's why the Rainbow Head Warrior uh, is your all time favorite. And that's good. So shout out to Jeff yeah. Hardy and <laughs> the Kings at a ladder match. And my absolute 150% final thing that I have to say is, I tell us at the end of all my interviews, but this range true for me when it comes to you. You're an absolute pleasure. You're a sweetheart. You're a great talent. You will not be on TV for too long. You will be back very soon. I feel it in my bones. And uh, you are now officially a member, much like, your, much like the better half you are too, a member of the Straight Talk family. <laughs> you have my Zoom, I have yours. Anytime you want to come back on the show, I would absolutely love to have you. And um, also, don't forget to follow me so when the episode does drop in late November, uh, I can tag you in all the promotions. You, we're already kind of talking on Instagram, but I follow you across everything. So do me a solid right. much like TJ and follow me back. It would be fantastic. And for anybody who's stupid enough not to be paying attention to you right now, we already shouted out your Patreon and your OnlyFans. What about the regular socials? Yeah. Where can they find you on Twitter and Instagram? And Facebook, if you have it. Uh, Twitter is I'm Aria Blake, and then uh, Instagram and Facebook are the Aria Blake. All right, perfect, perfect. So you guys heard it there first. Follow her, pay attention, go back and watch some of these matches that we've discussed, especially the party weapons match. It is completely entertaining, yes. especially the weapon that she talks about at the end. We did mention it in the show, but I'm not mm -hmm. going to mention it again. And also, I did mention that this was going to drop at the end of November. So this is right near the American Thanksgiving. The real Thanksgiving, the Canadian Thanksgiving, happens in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> But this is another question that I think uh, you can answer better. When it comes to mashed potatoes, are you creamy smooth or are you a lumpy kind of girl? Smooth. Smooth. So you like to you know, smooth it out and yeah. that little thing where you can put the gravy in it, like that little... Uh... Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I'm a lumpy kind of guy. I like to have the lumps there. I like to have some substance when I'm chewing. But to each their own, there's no wrong way to eat a potato. As long as, it, actually, there really is no potato salad. No. no. There is no wrong way to eat a potato, except raw. Don't ever eat a potato raw. Nope. I know some people who do that, and it's not, yeah. it does not look appetizing. No, I couldn't do a potato raw. All right, guys, that's it for me. No. I'm your host, your boy, George McKay. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to my guest for today, Aria Blake. Thank you. All right, guys, don't forget to follow her on the socials. And as always, turn in, tune into mine so I can tell you guys all who's going to be next week's guest. So from me and all my Straight Talk faithful to you, Aria Blake, happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe out there. And I can't wait to see you back in a ring very, very soon. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease of financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call. 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you.
for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh.